Welcome to the Connect Her podcast. We're up to episode 23 and I'm really excited about this episode. I'm going to be sharing my little secret weapon and it's a secret weapon that sometimes I forget about and sometimes I forgot that I've that I do it and it wasn't until my husband alerted me that I realized it is a crucial secret little weapon for business. So stay tuned for episode 23. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, the founder of Connect Her and host of the podcast Connect Her, a podcast that shares inspiration, education, connection for the entrepreneur. Enjoy as we share interviews with thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners. We're also sharing thoughts, ideas and tools for the motivated lady boss. Hi, welcome to episode 23 of the Connect Her podcast. I'm Lee Cummins, your host for today, and uh, I'm going to be sharing my little secret weapon. And it's a secret weapon that we all have, we all own it, and it doesn't cost us a cent to help us in business. And I can't wait to share it. So a bit more of that um, in the episode. So since the last uh, podcast, I have been one crazy lady. We, I've been heading out to our Connect Her connectors and uh, going to new events that have been launched this month and talking to some amazing business women that go to our meetings. And I have gleaned so much information out of our Synergy Circle. I've got a notebook full of notes from just two or three events that I've been to. And uh, it's really great because it's helped me to solidify some of the things that I'm doing in my business and also uh, helping me to focus on what I might be missing out on in the Connect Her business. So uh, been getting some great tools. It's like sitting down with a business coach every time I go to a Connect Her meeting. Even though we're talking about someone else's business, I'm picking up some absolute gems. So uh, again, if you um, haven't been to an event, pop on to connecther.com.au forward slash events. Have a look if there's one near you. If there isn't and you think this might be something you're interested in, we are looking to expand in all other states and we would love to have a chat with you. So um, head on to that website. If it's something that you um, like the idea of, then just uh, shoot me an email, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'd love to hear from you because we are looking for new leaders here and um, not only Victoria, but in all the other states. So looking forward to hearing from you. So now into my little secret weapon. It's actually not so little and it's something that my husband alerted me to. We were talking just recently, he, he had been out and about, we've got um, his mum or my mother-in-law hasn't been particularly well and we've been uh, going out and finding out things for her um, because you know she, uh, her circumstances are changing at the moment and uh, so he's been phoning up places and he's been going out to different places and things like that. And um, and the other thing is that we have a blind 
um, at the front, or, or at the back of our house, which looks out onto our beautiful, beautiful scenery. And so we love to have the blinds closed at night so people can't look in. And then we have the blinds open during the day when we're at home so we can take uh, take stock and, and enjoy this beautiful vista that we have in our back window. So we've been, uh, he's been doing a lot of the follow-up stuff for his mum and then he's also been doing the follow-up stuff for this, this blind to get this blind fixed. So um, we went and did a whole lot of stuff on Sunday and um, we left our phone numbers with different places and then um, uh, today is Thursday uh, when I'm recording this, it's uh, on a Thursday. And so uh, on Sunday, we'd been out to quite a different, few different places and Hubby came home this morning and he said, Lee, have you heard from, and he started to list off from his list, the places that we were waiting for people to get back to us from. And um, they were to do with his mum and they were also to do with us, um, with our house. And every single one, bar one, we'd heard back from. Now, uh, I'll leave the mum stuff to the side because that's pretty, you know, that doesn't involve just us. It involves his mum. So I'll leave that. But you can, we're looking at a whole gamut of different things that we require um, answers or we want to purchase something or we, we want ideas or, you know, so on and so forth. So I'm going to take the blind as an example. So we've spoken to three different companies and um, we want to know if, one, our blind can be fixed and if it can't be fixed, we want to replace three other blinds in that room and these are big window blinds. They're not, um, you know, little bedroom blinds. These are floor to ceiling and they're wide. They're really wide blinds and we've explained that and uh, two of the places we actually took photos and said this is what we want to replace if we can't get this one fixed because we want a uniform look in that area. And we actually haven't heard from anybody. Like not one of the blind companies have phoned us back. Now, I don't know what you're hearing on the TV and on the radio, but what I hear is people aren't spending money and Retail is tough. That's what I hear. And I'm sure you're hearing the same things if you listen to the news or if you read the paper or you listen to the radio. I'm sure that you're hearing exactly the same thing. Well, if it's so tough, why aren't people returning phone calls and why aren't people following up? And that is our secret weapon as business owners. It is all in the follow-up because we have experienced this not just in wanting to uh, replace or uh, fix a blind but also uh, – and this is like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of sales. It's not just, you know, a one $150 sale. I'm talking, you know, uh, probably close to $1,000 worth of sales in blinds. So um, we as business owners have a really fantastic – little secret weapon and it actually isn't little it's it's huge because if you do this you're actually doing more than what your competitor is doing 
and that is following up. It's following up and being interested in what the consumer of your product or service is looking for. It's about asking questions, being consultative and coming back with a solution to their problem and following up from that problem and helping with that solution. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you're a naturopath, whether you're a physiotherapist, whether you're a Reiki practitioner, whether you are selling aromatherapy, whether you are hosting events, it doesn't matter what you do. At the end of the day, for you to be able to make money, you need to be able to sell and you become a salesperson because you're selling your your wares, you're selling your product, you're selling your service, you're selling your event, whatever it happens to be. Out of sales, the biggest thing is being consultative, asking questions. And when you ask the questions, you find out what the real needs are of the person. And this would be a whole different podcast in itself. But it shows that you're interested in what their problem is. And it gives you a fantastic opportunity to work out what is the best solution for them. And once you've created the best solution for them, sometimes it may be that they have to leave or they hang up or, um, you know, they, they hit enter on your website because there's so many different ways that people can connect with us these days. They can connect with us face-to-face, they can connect over the phone, they can connect via email, they can connect... Um, via the website, they can connect via Facebook, they can connect via chat. There's all different ways that people can connect. And if we um, are consultative, we ask questions, we're interested in what they want, we have to do the next step. And that next step is actually follow up. And that is your secret little weapon. We just sometimes forget. We forget to follow up. But one of the most important things is follow up because people that have to phone back to find out, do you have a solution to my problem, they don't generally phone back. Or if they do, they get quite peed off with the fact that they've had to pick up the phone and follow up with you. And um, they generally after the second or third try they won't bother what they'll do is they'll go to your competitor and you want to hope as much as you possibly can that your competitor is not good at follow-up or is not better than your follow-up you want to be better at follow-up than your competitor and I've got some scary statistics that I I really want to share with you And then I'm going to go through um, some of the ways that you can follow up. And I tell you what, they're really simple, they're really easy, and follow-up doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't need to cost you anything. It's a foolproof way of really getting those sales. So stay tuned. Networking to me isn't about working. It is about connecting. I never understood why it wasn't called net connecting. 
Hi, my name's Lee Cummins and I created Connect Her as a meeting place for business women to connect, share ideas and support one another in a supportive and caring environment. We are inclusive and we are not industry exclusive. We have a flat fee and no membership. Have you been to one of our meetings? Why not check out our location page at connecther.com.au and find a place to connect near you. We look forward to connecting with you really soon. Welcome back. So we're talking about my little secret weapon and the little secret weapon is follow-up. Once we've established what uh, somebody requires by uh, being consultative, asking questions, being interested in what they have to, uh, what their requirements are or what their needs are, and then we follow up. So it sounds simple, doesn't it? But it's really interesting because um, most people, and this is not necessarily just on the internet or face-to-face or even going into a store, but most people will not purchase on their first contact. Um, They generally will have a think about it. A lot of people these days will go on to Google and they will find out more information about the product or the service that they require before they even go into a bricks and mortar store or even by the time they hit your website or they talk to you face to face. In fact, only 2% of sales are actually made on the first contact. So that means that 98% of people that have contact with you via your website, via you, by walking in your store, will generally not purchase on the first point of contact. And it actually goes right up to about 10% of sales are actually made on the fourth contact. So only 10%. So what happens to that other 90%? Exactly. So if they haven't had contact with you and you haven't been consistently following up or consistently drip feeding them with information, the chances are that you're not going to get a sale because 80% of sales are made on the 5th to the 12th contact. So um, obviously, you know, there's things that are required that are needed straight away and someone may purchase right there and then and they're probably in the two percent it also depends on the product it depends on the service and it also depends on the dollar value now ten dollars to one person may seem really expensive and ten dollars to another person is a drop in the ocean a thousand dollars to one person may seem like a lifetime of savings, where $1,000 to another person could end up another drop in the ocean. $10,000 to one person would be more than a lifetime. It would be like winning the lottery. But to another person, $10,000 is, I can cope with that. So it's not dollar value of what your perception of the dollar value is. It's the dollar value of the perception of your purchaser. So just be mindful of that. Now when you start looking at the fact that, remember I said even if you're a naturopath or you're a a, a reflexologist or a Reiki healer or um, you're selling events or you're selling 
it, it doesn't matter what you're selling, you're a salesperson. But it's really interesting when we start to look at the buying patterns of people, so um, 80% of sales are made on the 5th to the 12th contact, what we actually find is that when you start looking at people that are in sales, wanting to sell a product or service to someone, 48% of people never follow up with a prospect. They, they just never follow up. And it can be a gamut of reasons. It could be that they're scared. They, they don't know what to say. Like, oh my gosh, somebody's actually interested in my business or my service. I can't believe it. What do I do? Um, it could be that you don't have systems in place within your business to cope with follow-up. That's another reason. There's also the fact that um, you may not know how to follow up. Like, oh, what do I say? I, I'm not sure. Like, I, don't, I didn't get enough information at the beginning, whether it be off the website where they've done a... Um, you know, they might have filled in a contact form or might have been on chat or something like that. Um, so you don't actually know what they want because those other steps, being consultative, asking questions, being interested, those three steps were missed. So it's more difficult to follow up because you don't actually know what to follow up with. You don't know how to follow up or what their needs are. We then get to about 25% of people make a second contact. So this is salespeople. About 25% will make a second contact. So they might phone once and they might get a knockback or they might not get somebody answer the phone or somebody might say, yeah, look, I'm not quite ready at the moment, but I will think about it. And then they stop. Then... Only 12% of salespeople will actually make it to three contacts and then they stop. And there's a whopping 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. So that's more than three. And it doesn't necessarily have to be all on the phone or all email or uh, all text message. or It can be a combination of contacts. It doesn't have to be the same type of contact, but it definitely has to be contact and follow-up. Because remember that 80% of sales are made on the 5th to the 12th contact, but only 10% of salespeople are making more than three contacts. So what's happening? It, what's happening to all that business? It's because we're not following up, that we're not necessarily getting all the leads so when I go back to our our blind scenario <laughs> we're still sitting with a broken blind and we're still waiting so we've we've actually gone and got a brochure we've gone online we've found information we've contacted another two places um, already on their website and we're just sitting and waiting for somebody to call us now what is interesting is how many times in a lifetime do you replace your blinds or your curtains, your window dressings? How many times in a lifetime in your home would you do that? I'm thinking if you are a long-term uh, person in your, in your house, so, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, um, you'd probably 
if you're there 20 years, you'd probably do it twice um, in, a, in a lifetime. So to me, there's not a lot of people that are buying blinds. It can't be that busy. Um, but, you know, these people aren't following up. So to me, that's a lot of money that's being left on the table in that scenario. And a simple text message or a simple phone call is all it would take to follow up. Now, are they not following up because they don't want the business? It's too small that, you know, they may prefer to do commercial locations where they're doing 100 blinds instead of three. Who knows? And I don't know because they're not following up. So the takeaway that I got from this, and this is my husband actually pointed it out. He said, Lee, if any business wants to make more money, all they need to do is be better than anyone else at follow-up. That's all they have to do. They can't, they can't do any worse. And so you only ever have to be better than your competitor at follow-up. And you will win over time and time again. So some ways that you can follow up. You've got email. You've got phone. You've got text message. Send them a postcard in the mail. Um, do combination of follow-up. And also remember that you've got different types of personalities that you're going to be dealing with. You've got your kinesthetics, you've got your auditory, and you've got your visual people. So you want to have in your arsenal of follow-up tools, you want to have tools that are going to hit those three types of personalities kinesthetic which are touchy-feely they like to feel things so um, if I was a kinesthetic I'd want the blind person to come out and show me the blinds and let me feel the material let me have a look at it and feel it and see you know whether the wand works a different way actually feeling and touching if I was a visual I'm happy to look at it on a brochure or on a website and I'm happy just, uh, you know, they can also bring out samples so that I can look at it. And finally, auditory, I'm going to want them to describe the details of those blinds. So when you are looking at your follow-up tools, just remember to try and touch on each of those three, kinesthetic, auditory and visual it's also in your wording. Again, this would be a whole new podcast, but this is just giving you a little bit of a guideline of what to think about with the next time you receive a call from your client or your customer, a potential client or customer, so that you can turn them into a client or customer using your secret little weapon, and that is follow-up. The key is follow-up. So I hope you got some really good tips out of that. And um, if you know a good blind company in Melbourne, uh, let me know because, um, well, you know, it could be another year and we're still waiting for some nice new blinds. So um, the key takeaways for me is follow-up. Uh, when you are talking to your client or customer so that you can follow up with them, um, you, might, they, you know, they might want to mull over what you've got to say. Be consultative, ask questions, be interested in what they have to say and um, follow up and use uh, some of the ways of following up that I've suggested 
and ensure that you are sparking kinesthetic, auditory and visual people. So there's some takeaways for you. Hope you've had your notebook and next uh, episode we've got some great people lined up over the next few weeks so um, stay tuned. If you are enjoying this podcast please pop over to the Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to rate us and write a review so it makes it easier for other people to uh, connect with us. We'd, we'd love you to do that. Until next time, stay connected. If you'd like to connect with us on social media, we've got our Facebook page, which is Connect Her Australia. There's also our private group, which is Connect Her Collective. Be sure to be part of that. And on Instagram, Connect Her AU. We're now available on our favourite platforms to subscribe to our podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Anchor FM. If you'd like to leave a message in regards to any of our episodes, head over to connecther.com.au forward slash ch radio be sure to leave a comment in any of our podcasts we'd love to share those comments in future podcasts don't forget to write a review and rate us we'd love to hear from you